So many of us are walking around with wounds, just really, really deep wounds, some of us, from things that happened in our past. It could have been our relationship that didn't go so well, a broken marriage, a broken engagement. It could have been a broken um, childhood that really, really you haven't gotten over. And it's just carrying over into other things in your life, even now, no matter how you try to overcome it. No worries. Today's episode, we're going to dive right into how to heal those wounds regardless. And I did want to say, I know you might have noticed it's Marriage Monday. Even though it is, it is still um, a really important topic that we're working on you. But what I did decide to do was to pause my marriage series. I have a 12-part series. We did about six parts, which is half. And I'm going to cover the rest of um, marriage in love with spouses and spouse seeking and all that great stuff in December. So look forward to that. Really excited. Our free masterclass is going to open up our free entire course that you know has been a huge impact in the community. So many testimonials. You can see it on the page when you go check it out. But yeah, thank you guys so much for all that love and feedback. I know you have all been waiting. We only open this up once a year, sometimes twice a year. Guess what? It's going to open up again, December, January-ish. So get ready. But for now, we're going to carry on with other topics. And last call, do you want to say one thing before we dive in? Um, Today's the last day to get access to Thrive Muslima for a while. I know you hear me talking about all the time, but we actually are closing and hunkering down on registration now. That's it. Maybe like 10 hours left, five hours left. Get yourself in there if you have been thinking about it because we're not going to open for months. That means every workshop and challenge and all those cool things that you see us doing the bonuses they're going to be given to those thrive members who are taking the initiative to stop just listening to help and start actively using it by doing the work and being with other women just like them getting access to all of the perks that we have but also to really really just work on themselves in a community in a, in a dedicated way and that's what we really want we want change for women we want change for you we don't just want us to sit around and listen and think about what tomorrow could be we want to actually help you change it. We have two, three decades experience that we want to share with you. Don't do it alone. Join us today if you can. Today's the last day. Just want to throw that in before we start. But for now, for the rest of you, let's get started with helping you heal your wounds. Hello, alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, the podcast where we are empowering women to grow and thrive. So I'm so happy to be back with you again. My name is Mindful Muslim. If you don't already know, this podcast is for Muslim women. We are talking about parenting, love, marriage, homeschooling, relationships, life hacks. If you go through it as a Muslim woman, we cover it here in the hopes that we can bring you the tools to do your everyday, um, you know, chores in life better because we know it's difficult out there and it's just really nice just to have maybe a bigger sister that can give you a bit of advice if you don't already know me i'm a licensed educator of 20 years a mom of five and kind of like a big sister to the community kind of just sharing what i wish someone would have told me back when right so today we're going to be talking about breaking the cycle and healing our wounds and many of you guys know that i have an emotions um free class um, that's going to be opening on November 27th. Mark your calendars and inshallah um, also an entire course because there's actual phases that we have to move through in order to get healing. And um, I really, really want to educate women on that because I didn't know that. And I spent a lot of time crying. I would say I spent about the first marriage. I, had, I was married and divorced and remarried. Um, I chose to divorce. Um, and alhamdulillah, 
the first marriage, I literally will say, I cannot remember a day I didn't cry. Like not one day. Yeah. I had a really difficult time struggling with a lot of things that were happening. Um, marriage is a pretty permanent thing, right? And so um, the permanence of that and the things I was going through and facing them was really, really hard. And you know what the truth is? I actually had super valid concerns. The stuff I was going through shouldn't have happened to me, but it was happening, right? But the problem was I didn't know how to manage it. And I didn't know how to manage the pain it was causing and the wounds right? That were now gushing, right? Because I had like, I have, I, I was really, really going through things that were going to possibly be some permanent scars. And I needed to know how to manage them. So I wanted to know that there's, there's these phases you go through. And um, in the, like I said, in the free, in the free class in the course, I'm going to be moving you through those. Because if you skip one, it doesn't really work, right? <laughs> you have to go through them. So in Shazabizdala today, we're going to be covering how to just in general, heal our wounds. What is really important? What do we need? Now, one of the things that we're taught in the Quran is reflection, right? And it's funny, there's uh, this one psychologist, Daniel Siegel. He said, in the absence of reflection, history often repeats itself. That's so true. That's exactly, that's exactly what I want you to focus on today. Research has clearly demonstrated that our attachment um, to certain things will be influenced by what happens to to us that what would happen to us when we were young and so if we don't we don't break the cycle of what we've experienced when we were young or just past experiences in general if we don't come to process and understand those experiences they will only repeat themselves now you guys might have heard i had previous podcasts where i talked about the fact that you can rewrite your own story and in my my um class and in my course on emotions um i'm going to teach you how to do just that in a really, um, in a real way. So in Shalvas and Thala, we have like the workbooks, we have the quizzes, we have everything, we have the information, short videos. I know you have no time. <laughs> I made it so you could watch the video while you're doing dishes and still do it. It's not like an intense, you know, course where like, I'm, I know you guys, I know how our life is, all right? I have made it so moms can do it, so wives can do it, so university students can do it. And especially I wanna talk to university students, girls, you have a chance that many of us didn't have. You're about to get your whole life going. Like get get a hold of this stuff now. Because if you don't figure it out before you get married and you have to do all that other stuff, it only gets harder, right? So the famed psychologist D.W. Winnicott made many wise observations about parents and children. And so this is just something really cute to think about here. If you're a mom, this will be relatable. And even if you're not a mom, this is still related to a lot about cycle and healing and wounds. And my favorite is that children don't need perfection from their parents. That's one of the things he noticed. They don't need it. All parents need to do is to avoid harming them and to, avo to offer them the ordinary devotion that has always been required of parents. Isn't that interesting? So our parenting, and I've learned this, this is so really true, we just have to really avoid harming them. We do a lot of harm to our kids. That's why in Thrive Muslim, I did that um, workshop recently. It, the replay is up, guys, if you're in Thrive. And the PDF for how to stop yelling at your kids also up on how to, how to deal with that. Because a lot of the way we talk to our kids actually harms them long term. The way that our parents talk to us probably harmed us. Probably put us in a bit of wounds. Okay? So that's why I want to talk today about healing wounds. And so I have some advice today on kind of how to do that. Because the truth is, virtually all of us were wounded as children in some way. And if we don't heal those wounds, they prevent us from parenting better. They prevent us from being a great wife. They prevent us from being a great citizen, sister in Islam, anything. We have to heal our wounds. And if there's an area where you were scared as a child, you can count that that area is going to cause you grief as a parent, 
Okay. And um, then your child's going to have that wound and they're going to pass it on and pass it on and pass it on. So there's a point we have to break that cycle. Today, we're going to talk to you about how you can do that. How can we heal our issues that we've gone through and become um, the person we want to be for our family? And so like, even if you have a family yet, inshallah, business data, you, you will eventually, I'm sure. So this is something you want to heal now. And if you're already a parent and you've already been like starting your family, no worries. You can change at any time. We can heal while we parent too. That's okay. So today let's talk about you and me. We're not talking about kids, but I do want to say that we have to make a point to live consciously. Um, this, um, the way we live day and age with today with the, the phones and everything else, it makes us really just live unconsciously. We don't take notice to many things. We kind of just go to the next day, to the next day. We don't really stop and pivot and change, which is why you guys know I have in many of my routines and things like that, I have where I mention how I plan my day, how I do this. And a lot of it is I reflect at the end of the day and I reflect in the morning. I reflect at the end of the day and I reflect in the morning. Kind of like close, you know, I open with a lot and reflection and I close with a lot and reflection because this is how I'm able to manage what's going on so it doesn't seep into the next day and carry over and like snowball into something bigger. So the first thing is we need to really just stay completely conscious and just make make a commitment to do that. Number two, we need to use our inner pause button. We really, really do. Um, you don't have to repeat history that you've had in your issues with your family. You don't have to keep being, um, just because your parents told you you're lazy. It doesn't mean you're going to live a lazy life. Don't believe that. That's not true. Okay. You are who you make yourself to be. You are not who other people have labeled you as. You're the one who's always late in the family, right? So guess what? Because everybody told you you're late, you're going to keep being late because that's who you are, right? No. No, these are things that we can shed. Don't allow these labels of whatever your your history or, you know, I'm, I'm somebody who's been hurt all the time, so I'm going to get hurt in the future. Stop that. Who's making that rule? That is not real. You are giving yourself that trauma. That is not necessary. We can shed that. You, don't, you can let it go. You can live totally differently. It doesn't have to be like that. So you should close your mouth. If you are having a bad day, just close your mouth, hit the pause button, stop talking. The other day I was doing a workshop with women on how to stop yelling. A lot of you guys had tried to get into it and missed it, I think, because of whatever time zones. And um, afterward, just like, oh my gosh, what, what happened? You know, share with me, whatever. This is a Thrive Muslim um, workshop, by the way, for, for members. And subhanAllah, I was reminding women to take a deep breath and hit the pause button. Um, if you're starting to go down the wrong path in a conversation, just hit the pause button, take a deep breath, close your mouth. Even if you're in mid sentence, don't be embarrassed. You're modeling, you're modeling the proper Islamic behavior because we're supposed to correct ourselves in the moment and that's okay. All right. Save your embarrassment for later. We don't need to be embarrassed. Okay. We, we should be embarrassed if we continue that conversation where we are spewing vulgarities, right. Or spewing anger. That we should be embarrassed about if we kept that conversation going, not stopping the conversation, even mid-sentence. So just hit our inner pause button and take a moment to just think, I just, I just need to take a moment to walk away. If you're talking to your husband, whatever it is, I just, I just, I'm sorry, I just need a moment. Take that moment. You just got to do. And we need to understand that we need to understand how emotions work. This is what healed me understanding how my mind works. I tell women all the time, why is there not a university class on how to manage your mind? It is huge. Your brain causes your emotions and your emotions cause your habits and your habits cause your personality and your character. And that ends up being written for us in the day of Yom al So let's go back to the beginning, shall we? How to manage your mind. 
And that's exactly why I made like the course once again, like I really want men to understand all you have to do. It's a skill set. You don't have to be out of control. You don't have to feel sad every day. You don't have to feel angry every day. You don't have to feel like, oh, you know, whatever. Like you could just literally master that. Why does no one teach us that? So I got so tired of not knowing that. And I was like, I, I actually made dua one night, like in desperation when I was going through a really dark time. And so, yeah, Allah, please help me. And he brought all this information flooding to me, like back, back in the day. And I did it. And I was like, well, it was an answer to my da'a. So I want to give that to you. And so understanding how emotions work, anger is a message that something isn't working in our lives. One woman the other day, she she texted me, can you tell me how to um, manage my anger? Um, and I said, yeah, I made a podcast about that way back. Scroll back. Or it was anxiety. I'm sorry. And by the way, um, when I go to do the uh, emotions class, the free class and the course and stuff like that, what I'm going to explain is um, I'll end up um, by the end of, I think it's like module three, um, telling you how to manage every single emotion. Like if it's anger, do this. If it's stress, this is what you can do. If it's anxiety, this is what you're going to do. Like breaking it down, super easy. So no worries. But what I want you to understand is that that anger for now is a biological state. It's a problem that is actually a biological thing with your body. You have like chemical reactions. Things are like neurons are shooting off. And if you don't know how to like manage that chemical bodily physical reaction, you're not going to stop having horrible thoughts and you're going to stop having horrible emotions. It's just not even possible. I'm being honest. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, people say like, oh, this sunnah, it's optional. No, astaghfirullah, it's not optional. Allah is actually giving us the tools in Islam to manage our emotions, to fix our feelings, to help us out. Allah is teaching us. The Quran is the mind um, managing workshop we all wish we had in university. It is the Quran, but we don't know how to pull the stuff out of it. That's what I help you do in the class, right? So look forward to that. Like I said, November 27th. But for now, what I really want you to understand is that the problem is it's a biological state that doesn't help us find the best solutions. When we are in the grip of these emotional reactions that make us angry, we do and say things that we would never have done otherwise because our body and our emotions are in fight or flight mode. And our if we do this with our husband or our child, we're just going to ruin relationships. So we need to take a breath and wait until we can calm down before we can make any decisions and take actions. And that's what I walk you through. And I want you to know that that's something really, really real, that if you and I don't get a manage over, history will just repeat itself. So we need to reflect and we need to react in a better way. And I walk you through that. And then the other thing I want people to understand is you can hit the reset button on your own story. I've mentioned this before. If you had a painful childhood, you can't change the actual childhood. What you can change is what you're taking with you from the childhood, your story. That's a beautiful thing. I want women to understand that. I don't care if your parents were divorced. I mean, I care. I'm not trying to say I don't care. You know what I mean? It doesn't have anything to do with your ability to have an amazing marriage. It doesn't have anything to do with your ability to parent well if your mom was not emotionally present. Huh? And some people will be like, yeah, it does. I struggle every day with it. And I'm saying it's because you're letting it, but it doesn't have to. You don't have to carry that story in that package the way you are. What you do um, that by reflecting on it, feeling painful feelings, you know, all those things and reliving them every day, you're just, you're just, like I said, reliving the trauma. But what we have to do is we have to fill in that trench. We have to fill in that hole from those bad emotions that you've had. And we need to create a new story. And that's, that's people like, I can't like pretend that didn't happen. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying is 
you can leave that where it is and carry only with it some some part of the story that you want to keep as a momentum like as a lesson as a reflection and you can leave all the pain behind but you have to make that choice if your father abandoned the family and you concluded that you weren't good enough it's time to set the record straight and understand from your adult vantage point that you are more than enough and that his leaving you had nothing to do with you if your mother hit you and you concluded that you're a bad person, a bad kid, a more accurate understanding would be that your mother was frustrated and would have hit even the most angelic child in the world. She was going through stress. You um, can take away what you wish to take away, okay? You were just like any child reaching out for love and attention in the only way you knew. Coming to terms with your story and rewriting it can be painful, but ridiculously liberating it's also the only path to getting peace so we can avoid it as long as we want so that's another thing i actually have an entire module on how to rewrite your story in the course and i want women to know that when i walk you through these things right and if you attend the free class i'm going to go through and explain um why doing this is the only path to healing i had to literally do all those things I, everything i'm telling you is something i had to do and um and it's embedded in quran and sunnah okay so that's what i want women to understand we have to go through these the other thing is um i'll give you these last two points is we have to de-stress okay we all have a harder time than ever right now with COVID 19. um women are at really really high levels of stress i have some beautiful women calling me there was a woman the other day she called me and she said she's not a woman i mean she's like 17 18 so i guess she is right she's a young woman and she said you know it's really stressful in my house right now my parents are screaming and i'm fighting with them constantly and i don't want to i want to respect my parents and treat them well and i really really was so proud of her i said oh habiti you know you know right now i know at, at 17 18 i'm sure you're going through a lot you know she's in university and she's whatever and i said i really want to tell you how beautiful that is and how much i really really um admire your your approach right now the fact that you've taken time to not be selfish at what women usually do at your age be like oh it's all about me my parents need to get it together you didn't do that you said you know what this is a relationship that is really important by the quran and sunnah and allah mentions it and you, and you want to take it seriously and make it better and i respected her so much and i gave her the answer she was looking for right for whatever she needed and um so i want us to understand that this is a time of stress for many of us we need to de-stress we need to have a way. Um, we need to have uh, exercise, hot bath, whatever it is, time for prayer. Can't find the time? Involve the, involve the whole family. Do something together that is relaxing, like whatever it is, but have the time. I have an arrangement with my spouse for about um, almost 30 to 45 minutes a day. I have time to myself, and he has time to himself. We realized it was getting stressful with the new changes in life, and we had to create and carve that time out. I have a YouTube video where I explain, and maybe a new one that's going to go up about super moms to be a super mom because i had a really great um interview with ikna about it and um subhanallah ikna houston they did they're doing some really great work with moms and how to manage this difficult time and i mentioned to the women that yeah it's one of the things i do i have an arrangement with my husband make an arrangement with your husband if you're getting overwhelmed oh he's not supportive okay make an arrangement with your mom make an arrangement with your daughter make an arrangement with your auntie like do something you just gotta figure it out gotta make the time okay i wake up before my kids that's how i do it um, and the last thing is just get support and working through old issues. Every parent, every mom, every teenager, every whatever, we all need support and talking about things that are hard for us. 
That's why I have Thrive Muscle. That's why I tell women. I mean, I think at this point the doors are closed. I have to double check. But you might have a last minute chance to get in. That's all I do is this work with women. Really, really close with them. Showing them how to work through their emotions. Work through all the different things that they're going through. They tell us we're struggling with parenting. I create PDFs in two minutes. They tell us that, um, you know, I need to jump on a call about this. We have like 30 minutes free sessions. And this is what I do. So I want you to know that you need support. Everybody needs support. However you get it. If it's your girlfriend that you really can talk to her. But whoever you choose. The one thing I want to say is the caveat is choose someone that when you walk away from them, that they are going to make you feel in a better state with a less pen with Ida. If when you're done talking to them, they have you angrier than ever. And I mentioned this in my marriage series. If you're talking to somebody about your issues with your in-laws, and by the time you're done, you want to like murder your in-laws, I would be that, right? That's not the person to talk to. Talk to somebody that will calm you and put you in a better state with a less pen with Ida. Right. I want to put the link below. We might still have openings in Thrive. I think we have closed the doors. But either way, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, make your mind at ease. But know that this does not happen on its own. You do have to have an understanding of how your brain and your emotions work. And once you do, you will be just fine. But you can heal your wounds and you can change your life. You really, really can. You can break the cycle. It's all a matter of you. You choose how your story will go. And I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for you all. And I'll talk to you in the next one. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.